So fuck yes, welcome back to the Hype with me, host of Lois Brian Dressel. With me as always, Jonathan Hardesty. You almost got it. Chewy Darso. Hi. Emily Blake. Hey. Uh, we had a special guest lined up today that did not work out, so it's just the four of us talking <laughs> about <laughs> Emily's favorite movie of the year. Hopefully that means it won't get sweaty. than this one, though, for the record. Uh, this or Power Rangers? Uh, oh, wow. I feel like <laughs> Power Rangers was hard to watch. This I could actually, I actually found watchable. It hurt me a little bit. <laughs> hey, this is why we like Emily, because she's not a yes woman. <laughs> and oh. that's why I am, and whoever listens to the podcast, my career is just going to start tanking. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a chartable decline in your career. <laughs> yeah. I'm always of the mind that if you can articulate why you hate something, it's not as bad as if it was yeah. dumb, and you've never just gone that route. Not that's every true. movie's for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And if you can take some criticism, you're in the wrong fucking industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can just swear a lot more this time because we just recorded last week's episode where we had a four-year-old here and I was trying to oh limit Oh my God, that I was, was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, know we all I wasn't even up paying attention. Did I swear a lot? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I, I don't know. It was either me or Emily for the win, I think. I forget I, I said real fast yeah. when I'm around <laughs> time in place of fuck. I, I just was very like, I kept pausing and looking behind me. Like yeah. like she was a fucking mountain Was she just staring lion. at you the whole time? See, <laughs> if this were, if this were a, a filmed as a comedy, there'd be a scene of her from the point of view of like the, the headphones, the audio would just be like, doot, 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 and she wouldn't be hearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're all like super self-conscious, and she's yeah. like, oh, you know, please. Or we're trying to be nice around she's your really, daughter. She's really, really smart, and she just has ink pad up on her phone, and she's taking notes of <laughs> new words she's learning. Or she's like, those fuckers have a bad mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's move into a where have you been doing. Uh, I'll go first. I watched uh, easily one of the worst movies, I think, of the past 10 years. Uh, the fact that people enjoyed it, Blows my mind. I know a lot of people didn't, but if anyone did, I am shocked. Passengers, the steaming pile of garbage. Passengers. Uh, I had read a quote online that made me giggle. As a friend of mine wrote, <laughs> uh, "Passengers was so bad, I walked out of my apartment. I did not think <laughs> it would be that bad." But my God. And the thing is, it's not bad because it's a bad movie. It's bad because it does not know how to tell a story. So I can forgive just bad filmmaking. I like plenty of movies that just kind of have problems in them. The story between the two characters is like offensively terrible. Yeah, um, when Brian you, described it to it? me. Just... I have not seen it. I read the screenplay a long time ago, yeah. and I remember saying I didn't like it, and people were like, how dare you? Oh, yeah. So I backed <laughs> off and pretended to like it so that everyone would stop being mean to me. I, it was you – know, the thing is, is the – the acting is not bad. Like Chris Pratt is fine. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is fine. Like Lawrence Fishburne for the little bit he's in it. They all do fine. But the story of lonely man wakes up hot chick because he stared at her yep. to spend the rest of time with. That's bad. It gets worse when she's like, yeah, I guess it's okay. Yep. I'll live the rest of my life with you. What the fuck? Like he murdered you. He murdered you. And you're just like, yeah, we'll just build a house together and be okay. It's that's like, the most it's, that's life story rape. To- yeah, and just do it until she likes it. Doesn't he fall like he, she's trying to get away from him and he won't leave her alone? Like, oh yeah, she's like she starts going for like a jog just to clear her mind, and he goes over the intercom to start apologizing. It's like, dude, you are the worst character. Like, if this movie had been like, if they try to redeem him in some way or something, or if she anything. had just gone, you go to your corner, I'll spend the rest of our lives over in my corner. Yeah. Bye. Anything, yeah. anything yeah. would have been better than the happily ever after. Like that is the most fucked up way to end that movie i also had it's, issues with the fact that they woke up the, the convenience of waking up the one person who can save them and then 
he goes away. Oh, and yeah, he just that dies. solves that problem. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm now spoiling you have to worry all about this movie. You should oh. not see this yeah. movie. <laughs> this Again, movie, I haven't seen this... it, but from what I hear, yeah. it sounds like it follows the script pretty This closely. just sounds like rape culture turned into a sci-fi epic. Yeah, the fact that he's just so, like, that she forgives him. And it's not like that she forgives him. It's like Lawrence Fishburne has, like, a one-on-one with her where she's like, he murdered me. Like, he woke me up. He killed me. There's no way around this. Like, and his reply is like, yeah, but he was really lonely. And that's like a justifiable excuse yeah, in this like movie. Like you said, that's total rape culture. Rape it's so like, okay, what the men fuck? need it. Like, yeah. I was just watching this movie getting pissed off. And like, I have not had a movie make me legitimately angry in a long time. It makes me happy that it seems like that movie bombed. As oh, well it, it should have. have. I'm kind of surprised that Jennifer Lawrence signed on to do something. Because she's usually pretty vocal about like... I don't know. I just the, the only thing that makes me worried is Chris Pratt. Now that's he keeps two movies taking in a these role roles where he's horrible to women, mm. and it's like, dude, like you seem like a really cool guy. Stop taking these roles. Yeah, like it just it like oh, it just it makes my skin crawl. Wait, what's the other one? Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Oh yeah, okay. Well, it made me really mad when I realized how because the first time I saw Jurassic World, I actually liked him, and then on the rewatch of Jurassic World, I'm like, oh no. You were just really sexy looking. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. You're a shit person. <laughs> Anyhow, that's it for me. Somebody else can go. I just had to get my passengers right because I'm not going to burn the yes. whole episode. You made it on so it. that I will never see that movie. So the last uh, few days has been us trying to catch up on. Pa- uh, I was going to say passengers again. <laughs> Preacher and Doctor Who. So I watched one episode of Preacher and two episodes of Doctor Who, uh, and I guess I'll talk about Doctor Who. Uh, so we, the three. I watched the one with the tree lady, uh, the one with the zombies in space, and then the last one was Wait, the best one where they you find out that he's... Huh? Oh, so I'm trying to figure out which one you mean by zombies in space. Where the suits control your body. Oh, you're talking about this season? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Have you watched this season? Yes. Okay. Uh, and then the next one after that was when, they ki- when we finally kind of learned what the overarching plot is of this season, uh, and I enjoyed that one the most. Uh, I was happy that I had guessed who was in the vault. I won't say it in case other people don't know. Uh, Haven't got to it yet. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm kind of kind of liking the setup for that. I think that was interesting, the new characters they brought in. Uh, and I really want to know the, the whys, the why did we get to this. And the, I liked the Vatican thing, specifically uh, when he sees the Pope, he's like, you don't do this. The Pope doesn't make house calls or whatever. And like, I thought that was great. Uh, the best thing was the girl who was worried about being gay because of religious things. And then the Pope. Oh my the God, that was amazing. Where, yeah, Bill's on a date and the girl there seems to be a little like new to the situation. And Bill's <laughs> trying to calm her down and be like, it's okay in a sexy way. And uh, then the Pope comes out of her bedroom. <laughs> and I was like, and what a way! The girl totally bails, and she's so pissed at the doctor. <laughs> like then, I just love when Bill Talk about the ultimate like, cock block yeah. sex vagina block. Like, yeah. boom. Cool. Uh, I haven't had a lot of chance to watch stuff lately. Um, I did see Valerian, but you already mentioned that in the previous episode and said everything I would have said because uh, I love that movie. But what I did do is I, I finished working on a show, a little web show for the place I work. And it's a, a show called Bragging Rights. And it's about two dudes who go into a particular part of the house and they renovate it. So they're flipping the house. They pick up an area that could really boost the flip value or whatever. I don't know a lot of house lingo. But they make it better. And they're just really comedic fellows. So most of it's not like how do they build this wall and make it look really new and cool and expensive. It's more of them fucking around, and then the wall just gets built. And it's a, a six-minute six minute episodes, and we're only like three are only out right now. 
the other ones are coming out question mark but uh i'm really proud of the work that they did on that and that i was able to help with cool man i recommend it i'll put a link in there i'm sure it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> of course i also put a lot of like gifable moments in there with text on the screen yeah, I mean, if nice. you've looked at anything that we've had video or picture-wise, <laughs> this guy has been fucking them up since day one. <laughs> Sooner or later, we'll get somebody who knows what they're doing. I just basically fart on the keyboard. And now <laughs> yeah, John, John, can you start making our banners in the GIFs? I probably could. Oh, my God. Oh, you yes. might have just broken You're supposed to sound yeah. exasperated. How much time do you have? You have a kid, too. Uh, well, most of us well, don't. that may be a slow rollout. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I have the original pictures. And we could do something fun with those. I expect moving interactive backgrounds from here on out. <laughs> well, interactive. That's what I want. Like mm-hmm. you click on my face and I go, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I've caught up on um, a CWC show called I Ship It. I, I Ship It. Sorry. Um, and uh, it's because one of my friends is, is the lead on that show. And then another my uh, another person i know um i don't say we're friends but we're acquaintances anyway who cares enemies. um we're enemies uh she i think she's running the show is that right um anyway uh and it's so freaking cute it's uh it's actually i was watching because i've been working on a pitch for a web series and so i was using that as that and the guild is like my main two models and and uh i ended up watching the whole series without meaning to because it was so freaking adorable it's basically about this this girl who's kind of restless and she just she's her life isn't quite what she wanted and she breaks she she gets dumped i think and she decides to start a band cuz she wants first it's to prove to him that she's awesome and then it becomes this whole like encompassing thing meanwhile she's like having a relationship maybe with a roommate who's totally in love with her and it's a whole uh it's it's so cute because every episode they have a song that they cuz they're a band so they do one or two songs every episode and um, but they're geek songs, so they're always about like like they're always like it's about the relationship, but it's also about Game of Thrones at the same time. Like it's so they're it's like so Rush. cute. What? It's like Rush then, right? Yeah, Rush. The band Rush. Oh, oh yeah. Do they have a lot of geeky songs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of Lord of the Rings in there in their oh, really? music. Yeah. They're super nerdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, then I guess. So it's yeah, like a, it's exactly like Rush. Yeah. All the Rush, all, all the Rush fans was, are like, "How could you not know?" But that was that was the uh, this I, one of the episodes they had a battle of the bands and they played and so you got to see you were, like you saw, I think you saw some people doing nerdy. You see other bands doing occasionally other nerdy because that's the whole thing is they're all like nerd bands. Hmm. And on the battle of the bands, they were all supposed to be nerdy songs, but instead they did a whole song about montage about doing a song. So each band had like a different portion of the song and like one of the lyrics is something like no one's listening to these lyrics anyway so we could all be singing the same thing and then they bounce to the next group who says the next like you know it was so freaking the show I'd enjoy that adorable self-conscious montage and they're like about maybe 10 minute episodes roughly oh, cool. it's really really cute Free Fire Free Fire, Free Fire is a movie that came out earlier this year it made fucking no money yep Nobody I, saw this I movie. I did not know it existed until you said that's what we were that, doing. Yeah. <laughs> we had one other friend yeah. who saw it, uh, loved it, and he's just like, you guys will love this movie too because we like each other's yeah. things, whatever. And then we, Brian and I said, we both really loved it. We, we saw did. it the weekend after opening weekend, and there was like three There people. was no one there. Maybe three people. We saw it on a Tuesday night, which we also discovered, if you're trying to get away from bad people at movies... You will still end up with shit teenagers who will talk during the whole film. Yeah, they sucked. 
but it, it was this movie. It bombed. It bombed in a big way. I don't think it cost a lot. I probably they hardly it advertised it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I'd peg it under twenty million. And it was shot sh- in England. I mean, they had good actors in it, but yeah. nobody who commands a massive salary. So yeah. Well, because it's Brie Larson before she was Captain yeah. Marvel, and it's like uh, Army Hammer. Killian Murphy, but yeah, nobody who's get, like... I'm sure they'll get paid well, but yeah. definitely, they're not like 20 million. Yeah. Yeah, they're but not in that, huge. But they saved a ton on having just one location. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it still only made uh, 1.8 million. Like... In the US or globally? Total. <laughs> wow. It did not get it. It did not get a global release. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, even, though not according, was, even though it was... Not according to Box Office Mojo. Technically, it is why. a... British film. I looked up the cast and or looked up the crew because I was going to see if I could well, find let anyone. Let me look at Wikipedia. They're why. all English. Who's the studio? Who just decided to dump it? It's A24, isn't it? Yeah, it was an A24. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. Overseas, it made an additional uh, 2.5. Uh, okay. 1.5. It ended up at 3.5 million. Okay. It how much did it cost? Did how much did it cost? Seven. <gasps> Didn't even make half so its budget. So it, it cost nothing and it made less. Big swing and a miss on Free Fire. That's so disappointing. It, mm, because that's also... <laughs> well, that's also a movie that if you had gone with no names in your cast, then you would have saved so much money that... You, I mean, they probably wouldn't have... I don't know. It didn't get a wide release anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you, you were better off almost going with nobody in your cast and just making a really solid film, which we'll, I guess we'll discuss that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Bit of a swing and a miss. Uh... But we'll get into it uh, after a breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. But since we have no guest here today, uh, I was going to do it myself. But then... I have opinions. Yeah. And then <laughs> Emily came in fired up about how much <laughs> she loved this movie. And I'm like, well, I guess I can take a backseat. I don't need to do it again. She was just like, man, if I could see this movie twice in a row at the same time. Can we watch it again before yeah. we record? We had to it's be like, my no. my favorite movie of the year. We had to be like, no, we need to record a podcast. <laughs> We gotta spend some time on that. Not watch this movie. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Well, All right, free fire in thirty seconds. Here we go, go, go. Okay, so a bunch of really unlikable men and one woman who don't seem to know each other very well get together to do some kind of weapons deal for the IRA, and then they start shooting each other for some reason. And then uh, the most predictable character on Earth walks away, and everybody dies. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I would say that's a success. (laughs) It's a little more negative than I would have gone with it. But a success. I like. So you loved it. I like the shooting sometimes. I like that it was okay. I like some things. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, let's get into the. I want to get the elephant in the room out of it. The room as soon as possible. Uh, Only one woman in this movie. Bothersome does not bother others. I mean, for me. I give it excuses. Okay. It's a movie about a criminal organization underground in the 70s in a contained space with limited actors, limited characters. So to me, she's just a middleman, middle woman who's there. And they're not going to be bringing in random people. They do bring in one random person walking off the street, but that's it. Well, and the kind of the... 50 50 split of our population has only existed recently. There weren't as many women back then. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's just science. It's just, it's just are science. you joking? I am joking. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to smack him. <laughs> uh, no, um, the, the only reason why it made sense to me is because I think that was her character's idea. 
because she knows if things go wrong, no one's ever going to suspect oh. her. I mean, that's totally just, something women have done. Oh, yeah. that, well, that's the reason yeah. why I hate yeah. when there's only one woman, because we've been taught through a lot of ways, but also through film that like there's only room. People will be people will say, oh, women are so catty to each other. You know why? Because we're constantly told there's only allowed to be one of us in any situation. <laughs> yeah. You've created a Hunger Games like scenario where <laughs> only one winner is allowed to stay in the group and the rest of them get sh- or get to be prostitutes. You know, I yeah. mean, like, it's true. So, of course, we're all going to f- be like, as soon as you see another woman walk in, you're like, oh, there's only going to be one of us it's either you or me bitch you know and, and as a woman in are you her trying s- to kill my wife <laughs> Actually, I'm clearly the, i think i was looking at the door when okay. i said that. The more I'm sitting, and i was like waiting were... for the third woman to walk <laughs> in the door Die! just the door just uh. pissed itself and ran away <laughs> you don't have a door i'm sorry but clearly in her character she probably uses her feminine wiles <laughs> to just stretch just the say man that. uh she she uses a uh, killian Totally. Oh, she uses oh, him. He sure. is such a white knight. Like, oh, it's I am I am the good person as long as I save the lady. Oh, we like, have a we mm. have a former friend who uh, I, the whole time I'm like I know exactly who you remind me of because you would have done exactly oh, this. White knight characters annoy me in real life. I like watching them suffer in movies. So it was fun watching him getting shot. I, <laughs> I just I, just, I love the whole time of like, I mean because she's the only woman and there's obviously a double cross going on. You can pretty much go, but. Her. Um, <laughs> yep. But as because I could guess that so early on, it didn't really bother me. And I loved the whole time of Killian Murphy, like determined to save her. I'm like, dude, she's murdering you. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love that. Like, no, we're going to keep shooting each other. I, just let her leave. <laughs> I love that too. The dude, she's doing an arms deal with the IRA. She knows an arms dealer. She's part of this. She's not a nice person. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but, and that, but that's what punches her. Yeah. Or the who online so well. And she's like, I thought you were a nice girl. <laughs> it's like, we can't all be nice. Or I yeah. forgot. Yeah, we exactly can't all be nice like, girls. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a pretty good line. Yeah. Um, but the thing, the thing about this movie that I really enjoyed, and I know, agree, disagree. I love this cast's chemistry i thought they all worked really well together like for the movie that the entire goal is to make a very quippy shoot 'em up these guys it's were succeeded. perfect for it yeah it, they yeah and i i really like army hammer i always yeah, really army enjoy- hammer was the part i really liked yeah. i he was love so army chill. Hammer. yeah I, I love army hammer and i just i don't feel like he's gotten that role yet yeah. like he hasn't got that thing to make him a household name yeah. I, I feel as much as i like ben affleck as batman i think he was a better choice i think they mm. should have gone for army hammer i know he was the first name um, but he just wasn't big enough. And then after uh, Lone Ranger bombed, like, well, we can't give it to him. I'm like, come on, that wasn't his fault. That movie no. was gonna bomb regardless. Yeah, it was Johnny Depp's fault for. Oh my god, that stupid thing on his head and and yeah. the appropriation of the, oh god. But now and then it was so annoying when I found out that wasn't Johnny Depp's first time impersonating a Native American. Yeah, Johnny Depp makes some bad decisions. Yeah. Anyhow, I hmm. want Army Hammer to keep that beard. Mm-hmm. And that beard oil, that was... No, it was pretty funny. I laughed out loud. It's my you beard oil! Sp- I had just started using beard oil about a week before good? I saw this. I was pretty excited about that one. <laughs> like, I enjoyed certain things. I did enjoy that. I, I Like you said, I really do think that the actors had chemistry. Yeah. I just think the, the character... I think when you have a plot this simple, which is a bunch of people in a room shooting each other, there's very, very thin plot. It was like it, one person double-crossed them. It wasn't even really a big... There wasn't really any big motivation behind it. It was clearly easy, to, pretty easy to see who that person was. It was such a simple plot. In response to that simple plot, you need a complicated 
characterization to, to balance it out. And the problem is these people were very surface. I mm-hmm. didn't, I, I wanted more like backstory. I wanted more relationships between them. I wanted somebody to have a secret from somebody else other than the main one. I wanted something to like, that's what made Reservoir Dogs so good is that yeah. the, it's not that these two people were likable. I don't need them to be likable. Um, and they shouldn't be, but, but you, you care about these two men because you realize that there's a relationship there. And I just never felt like anyone in the story had a relationship that I gave any shits about. So I wasn't rooting for anyone to win. I didn't care about, I was like, yep, they're all going to die. Let's just watch it happen. But in that defense, because they're all so unlikable, uh, even Brie Larson, like I was kind of rooting for them all to lose. I Mm. kind of enjoyed the ride of like, these are all horrible people and they're all going to lose. I'm going to enjoy watching that. Like mm, yeah. I, I kind of liked the destruction of like none of these people should walk out of here. Like they're all terrible mm. people. That's yeah. And that was the reward. I have a hard uh, time rooting for a negative. Well, and someone I, okay, someone told told me the, about this movie and mentioned in their wording like slapstick comedy, and I was like, what? I believe that was me when I saw it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then you're you're to blame, which is a good thing, I guess. Perfect. Uh, but like coming into it as a sort of a comedy of errors and a sense of just like. Everything there is in service of being like, this is ridiculous, and it just keeps going. There's kind of like this, the joke that drags out kind of becomes funnier the longer the thing goes on and the more mundane it gets. So, like, as they're shooting each other and they're missing, they're hitting each other in, like, non-vital spots, they just keep shooting at each other, grunting and finding cover, and they're not, it's, they're all, for lack of a better word, flopping around gunning each other oh by halfway through they can't stand anymore they can't like, even stand anymore <laughs> and so they're just like oh oh and like they're groaning they saw i had subtitles on it was that made it even funnier <laughs> and it's just like there was such a comedy to it that was so kind of understated and just kind of built from its kind of mundaneness and simplicity that i don't know if having serious backstories would have actually harmed that in a way because by the end it's like i hate all these people i don't care that they like each other it's just funny that these guys are like oh you're my bro bam oh he's dead Oh, whatever. Oh, I hurt. You know, like all this kind of interplay is what was for me so fun. Yeah. For me, like the moment when uh, I'm looking at the names right now, uh, when Jack Rayner, the guy played Harry, sees Sam Riley for the first time, like just that immediate, like, I'm going to kill him. Like, I love that. Just like they they see each other. He's like, I need to hide from him because he's going to kill me. And then the second he sees him, like, yep, need to kill that guy. Like, I just, I love the way, like the whole, like, the tension just builds immediately. Like the whole thing feels doomed from the beginning, but oh, with yeah. those two guys, I, I love Jack Rayner. I wish he would do more. I, he's only kind of slowly been coming on the scene. Um, but the way he reacts like, and I like the, when you talk about not having enough backstory, I feel like they scratched the surface of it. I agree. I could use a little bit more, but I like the story of like, this guy's horrible. He beat up this guy's cousin. And that's why there's drama here. I, you know, but that makes me think of something like if we had known the reason why he got beat before we saw the other guy, then when we saw him, the, immediately the audience would have been like, oh shit, it's on. And then I think we would have had a completely different reaction. And then the story could have been about like who's taking the side of this one guy as averse to like everyone piling on him and then choosing sides for some I don't really understand why reason I, I, they were there to make a deal. I still am very confused about why they all just started shooting each other. Um, but well, I think that's that, kind of the point. Yeah, that's I, I the, think uh, okay. it's the, it's ego. It's entirely just like, well, you killed one of our guys. We have to go one of your guys. 
but we're not going to let you kill one of our guys. So that's yeah. that's the entire. It's the stupidest argument. in the Yeah, world. and that's. I guess that's what I was trying to find more meaning in this story than it had. Oh no, yeah. I mean, that was oh. my mistake. Was I was just like, I just want something to it's, latch onto. That's why I the thing that I really like about the lack of story and depth in this, in a way, is it's very. These are like you said. These are all bad people. Yeah, they're all very egocentric on themselves, out for their own survival, out for their own monetary gain. And they're all very desensitized. Shooting people is not a big deal. To the, a lot of them, it's kind of funny. Like, they're all so in, like, base emotions during the entire thing. None of them really feel like they're suffering. There's only one moment where uh, the drug addict guy is sad that his friend got yeah. shot in the back. That's the only emotional moment in the whole like movie. Their, their and relationship then wasn't developed to a point where I care. No, so that's the thing. But you don't care because really they don't care. I wanted to care. You care See, as much I, as they do. Movies just now want them to make well, me care. And I think I mean, that's kind of why I think it's so funny is because this stru- this all started because of two really dumbass grunts who couldn't keep their shit out of things. Yeah. And just even, so you can't you don't you're not supposed to feel bad about him and his like friend because it's like you're just so ridiculous. And he's then the next friend and, he's falling asleep. And not even that. Th- he while he's smack. being sad for his friend, it's one of the funniest moments in the movie. While he's crying for his friend, you have Jack Rayner mocking him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. None of them care. Like yeah. how dis- uh, desensitized people say we are because of video games and things in our generation. That's how they are in this movie. These characters are desensitized to this violence. So right now, even though they're all bleeding to death and killing each other, they're very unfazed by it. And when the phone rings and then they all try to get to the phone, it's just about who can crawl better. And then it ultimately and doesn't matter. I had the subtitles on and that was perfect for it because I could actually hear what the person was saying. I was like, would you like some mattresses from the da-da-da? I was like, <laughs> oh, this wouldn't even have mattered anyway, that phone no. call. Like, there's a lot of, this doesn't matter. It's almost very nihilist in this. Yeah. And there's, oh, this is a, there's a, I would say this is a very nihilist film. And I think a lot of the humor comes from that. Because Ben Wheatley has, uh, the only other movie of his I've seen, or other two are um, his, ter- uh, what's it called? Terrace? Down Terrace? I forget. But then Down he, Periscope. No, Lake, Lakeview no. Terrace? Lakeview Terrace. I, uh, I forget. Lake House. Terrace. Something. I forget what the first one was called. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. I'm going to but find this was... out in a second here. Okay. The other one I saw, I'll walk in the clouds. The other one I saw was... Secret Q- or Nim. <laughs> Uh, sightseers, a field in England, and high rise. None of those okay, have anything no. to do with terraces. Um, or secret in him. <laughs> but uh, kill list is the one I was thinking of. Oh, um, I just looked at as known for. Oh, I think- and that one also had a very, just kind of out of left field, Wicker Man esque nihilist slant. So like that seems to be his thing. Mm. And yeah. I think coming into that with that kind of sense of like none of this matters, and this is very ridiculous. I don't think he would have a very high opinion of society. Yeah, and th- this there's very much a, a lens of, like, this is very idiotic. This is all very, like, there's kind of a cruel slant that becomes funny with it, I think. Yeah, I mean, the very few people in our theater aren't the stupid teenagers. We were laughing at the whole movie. Like, it's a comedy. Because, like, it, okay. it's not played for laughs very much, but it is, I mean, I, like, they're one-liners. They're quippy the whole way Well, I through. think that as an audience, he's intending for us to be so as uh, detached to what's actually happening as they are. Yeah, I'd say. Maybe the, and that, you know, you're kind of bringing me around to this because maybe I just 
this is just not I wasn't prepared for this movie. I knew nothing about it. I you, didn't You did watch at, Wings right before where you are supposed to I watched to be it the night before. The yeah. yeah. And 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 not I, a good double feature. Yeah. Well, I watched it and then I went to sleep, then I woke up and watched it. <laughs> um and and I think uh I didn't watch any teasers. I didn't read the lo- log line or the tagline. I didn't I didn't look at even the poster. I just was like, here's the movie. So when it opened, I thought it was going to be a heist film. Mm. Like and and I so I guess I was I had an expectation of what the story was going to be, and when I realized it was just going to be one location shoot 'em up, I was like, "Oh, okay." But by that point, I'd already kind of I was looking for something that it didn't have. I think maybe if I'd known what I was going to get, yeah. If you had seen the, the trailer, movie, the trailer definitely just makes it look like a shoot 'em up movie. Yeah, yeah the trailer where it's just is all like, about it being funny and quibby. Yeah, the the trailer. The first time I saw the trailer, I was I don't remember what movie we were going to see. But Chewie had gone to the bathroom and she came back. I'm like, I just saw a trailer for the next movie I want to see. Like, I need mm. to see this movie. And then it didn't exist online for like three months mm. because it was supposed to come out in 2016 and they kicked it because they didn't think it was going to do well. And lo and behold, it did very poorly. Yeah. But they kicked it down the road. I mean, it's true. Like what Emily said, there's a lot of people like to care about who they're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just, won't like a movie where you don't care about yeah. it. Yeah. That's just I have not the same movie. reason I didn't like um, um, uh, the most recent uh, Tarantino um Oh, Hateful Eight? Yeah, Hateful Eight. Because, again, I, I just dis- I tend to dislike movies and where that there's one's also not kind of, one person that I care about. That one's uh, uh, funny for similar reasons, yeah. too. So they're yeah. both, they're both playing also, in a very similar And like, also, in that case, the woman is treated like absolute garbage the yeah. entire movie. But, yeah. um, also, this movie had only one person of color in addition to one woman. It's like, let's two. Just do, oh, two. One of the snipers was black. Oh, right. That's right, okay. yeah. well, Which I'm, he actually has the saddest moment in the whole movie to me. Which, oh, after he, he gets shot and he dies in the corner crying, I'm like, No! That's too much seriousness in this movie. <laughs> like, that's really sad right there. I need to go back to the characters I don't care about. And, I th- yeah, I think that that's probably the disservice is that you, you kind of have to be in a certain headspace for this. So if yeah. you're in a headspace for, like, a Hateful Eight, for uh, a Free Fire, things like that, where it's like, there's, like, this meaningless, life is meaningless, everything is mundane. Yeah. and I mean, Like in I mean, Reservoir worth- Dogs, you get all those flashbacks, which give you the story, which make you care about the yeah, characters. Yeah. This movie's no flashbacks. But, You're here. This yeah. is just what's but happening. Even, I wanted to, like you don't necessarily even need flashbacks. I just wanted to feel like they had relationships. It was so surfacey. But, but I feel like they really didn't have relationships. No. The only yeah, relationship I, I know, that's what yeah. I wanted them to. No, see, but I, I think if if they had hinted at it more, it would have been more of a problem. Like if they had gone more like, oh, there could be relationships here. Because the only one that you kind of get is the really hateful uh, one between Frank and um, the drug guy. Yeah. That's really the only established relationship in the whole movie. Well, they kind of established that uh, the black guy and uh, I forgot her name now. Brie the Larson. girl, Brie but they, they only they talk about that one. The they how they really had because they're the two that were in cahoots and yeah. hired the snipers, so they had a relationship of some sort. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen like two people who came into this, like those two guys, those two buddies, like the drug dealer or the druggie and his buddy or whatever, be yeah. like super tight and then turn on each other or so, something where I felt like there was something real for them to go through during this battle, but nobody really goes through anything emotional other than, oh, I'm getting shot and I'm shooting people and haha, isn't this See, fun? For some just, reason, for some reason, that's why I like it though. Yeah. Because I, every movie I go to, they try to do all of these things. I, I feel like everyone's trying to tell all these stories, like very complex and stuff like that. It felt refreshing for me to watch mm-hmm. this one where it's like, no, this is just it's a bunch of contained. idiots shooting each other. Yeah, and at the right. end they're no better off; they're worse off. Everyone's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, they're all dead. And then she's but she's that one arrested. She's arrested. Well, yeah. there's she's a really good chance yeah. that Brie Larson was going to die of her wounds later. She was definitely shot like four times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like that was a th- crawling like, around in an empty, abandoned yeah. factory. Yeah, things got that. in those wounds. I kind of did like that moment though because I was looking at the two of them and I was like, wait a minute, 
is that girl dead? I don't think she's dead. And then it was like, oh, nope, she wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she passed out. Yeah. Like well, I, of course, they kept passing out. Yeah, they were yeah. losing <laughs> blood constantly. <laughs> see, that was so funny because I was like, I, you could see that they were passing out. They were like, they were slowly degrading, and like yeah. the one guy was like, "It's going to take about an hour to do this." Yeah, like, I, just, <laughs> I love that. Like, oh, or the, yeah, it's gonna. It's about you got a half an hour and a half hour. window, and he was like, "Well, how long have we been sitting here?" <laughs> <laughs> and, I was like, that's and, a golden rule. And, <laughs> and then when he tries to tell somebody later, like, you at least have like forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just per- I love Performance-wise. With what they had with their characters, I thought they did a very good job of reflecting kind of their state of minds and their injuries. Because I like the one part when Cillian Murphy's trying to do his whole white nighty thing, sitting down with Brie Larson, and he's just like, I'm going to get you to that door. And she's just sitting there kind of panting, heavily breathing, like she might be trying to not go into shock right there. Mm. Like. They put effort into reflecting their physical state in their acting, which a lot of fi- shooting what movies don't reflect. They'll just be like, oh, I got shot. I'm going to put this sling on my arm, but I'm going to keep going like no, nothing that's happened. True. That's very true. Like, okay, you guys are bringing me around. Can I do the 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> well, another, maybe this will help you. Another interesting thing is like they're, they're all their ids, just surface level too. Yeah. Like everything is just so, they're not people. They're not supposed to be people or real people. They're just their character characteristics, you know, like. Yeah, I mean they're they're exactly the face that they would show at a gun deal. Yeah. Like you show up, you don't want to be the real person you are. You put on a show, a front, and that's But they never break that character even when they're dying. And, yeah. like, <laughs> and I love that like they're so committed to this aspect of who they are in the gun movie, the gun crime movie, yeah. that they're not going to break it even when they're passing out trying to shoot. One of the know. most interesting deaths is uh from the guy from District 9. I never remember his Charles name. Charles Copley. Copley is a Copley. Copley? That guy. I would say the Copeland. guy from South Africa. Mm. Uh, Mr. Copland. He gets very badly burned at one point. Oh, it's so And rough. just the, I don't know if they were gloves or what they did with his hands oh. and how they just, he couldn't move them. The sound effects of him kind of like trying to move and the cracking of his skin. Yeah. Like, oh. It's rough. He like, was, that was also a really good stunt because at one point that was him on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he, they didn't hide his face. He was wearing the, f- the flame suit. Like, that was intense. Yeah. I don't believe that he would have been able to shoot a gun off again because it takes a decent amount of effort to yeah. actually pull a trigger. But I'll let that go a little bit. And I think what I appreciate... <laughs> Realism? <laughs> <laughs> what I really appreciate is because of this kind of nihilistic bent, this kind of, it's all worth meaningless, is that those moments that stand out, like you said, the guy, the sniper who got shot and started crying, that and uh, Chartal Copley getting burned, like those two moments stand out so much because they are so much a quick diversion from that. Just yeah. such... It was rough. That was rough to watch him burn and or to like, hear that crackle and then to hear the guy crying because he got shot. Or the buddy who doesn't have a gun. He's stuck in the middle of it and he's just getting up and he's just whispering to himself, I'm just going for a walk. <laughs> I'm just just going for a walk. And then South Africa guy, because I keep forgetting his name, starts shooting at him. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So like, but the, then he's like, they won't shoot at a bird, you know. Like, <laughs> she's safe just because she has a vagina. Oh, and and I, the second she sats up, Jack Mander shoots her. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Because he hears the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one dude hears the phone though. But, and he's I, just like, now I can shoot her. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why that works because the movie was just a hundred percent the gimmick, and then just them doing that. I could lean more toward your end on that, mm. but I, because I would, of these little these little side moments, really just kind of. Almost in a very meta way, playful. Hmm. Oh, the movie's very playful. Yeah. Like the in, whole in way the through. nihilistic sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like the, I, I still think one of my favorite moments in the entire movie is when Jack Rayner shoots Arnie Hammer. 
Like he's just firing, and he shoots him, and it's like, oh shit, I shot him. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> or how he dies. His his final resolution with the other guy, where he runs over his face and gets shot through the oh, ass. Oh man. Like, oh, I think so I shot gross. Harry in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a movie, like I was kind of thinking like, okay, they're going to have to do some really funny, silly kind of happenstance way up that they're going to get each other. And it delivered. It oh, like, it delivered. That was, that it was took them audible, a long time like, yeah. to kill each other. Yeah. There was an audible groan in our theater when he got ran over. I was like, oh. It was so great. It looked really good. Yeah, yeah, it looked great in the worst way. But then just to have him in, in a reflex shoot him, I was like, oh, this is perfect for this the sort of thing. The song choice there was pretty great, too. Oh, yeah. So he, now that we mentioned <laughs> the song. The music is amazing. That's did what you, I was going to bring you, up. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. The music well. in this movie, I thought, was incredibly smart. Like I really liked it because there's very little. Like there's yeah. John Denver, and then they use uh, a lot of like drums and like a, like a bass guitar, but like throughout the first real shootout, there's no music. It's played very quiet. Just kind of like all you hear are gunshots, and then them quipping at each other. Speaking of gunshots, okay, guys, okay, how many magazines did they? I mean, I know they <laughs> were oh, they, they had, had a lot of dealers, but like not everyone was standing near the pile of guns, and those were rifles anyway. What they were? Where were they storing all the magazines? In I don't know. <laughs> all had bullets in their butts. Like See? endless. It was like a video game. It was just like boom, 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 more, 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 more. I, I was going to try to bring on an armorer, but I don't know enough armorers. Very little, because I wanted someone to have like some more input on the actual guns. But yeah. like, were these mm. accurate to the magazines for these pistols they were they oh, had I hope or whatnot? Because like, I wasn't counting amount of bullets. Well, that's kind of what got funny is because at a certain point, no one would have bullets. At a certain point, this was like <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes into this gunfight. Yeah, you don't be out of gun. It'd be done. Yeah. And what's so funny is that bullets just keep arriving in their guns. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> like they find, it really is a video game. They were like finding weapons packs. <laughs> and, and when you, in modern games, sometimes a lot of the times you just stand in proximity to a gun case and then your bullets replenish. That is a mechanic to make things easier. Mass Effect did this a lot yeah. in the new one. Uh, and that's why, like for me, that's funny where it's just like, oh, he's, near, he's he has a gun and he's near something that probably has bullets. Therefore, he has yeah. bullets. But the thing is, like, they were all rifles, right? I didn't see any handguns in it. So you can't, there's only one, the literally only sale, yeah. one kind of rifle magazine that you can transfer the bullets over to a pistol, as far as I know. Um, so that, like, the likelihood that they would be even able to replenish their weapons from that is, but, I mean, I, I was okay with that. I just laughed at it when I saw it. I was just like, this is that kind of movie where you don't care. Yeah. But it was still pretty, I was just like, where the fuck are these bullets coming from? I think Brie Larson ended up going through, like, three different guns. She got the <laughs> sniper gun at the end yeah yeah but i don't know yeah the, this was a movie i walked into going if i count bullets i'm gonna go insane so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. i wanted I to i tried to count how many times each person got shot but i, I couldn't yeah i imagine if you are an armor though this movie would be just like migraine central You'd yeah just be like uh trying to i don't know or maybe they think it's cool i don't know somebody somebody comment i'm guessing no armorer saw this movie because basically nobody <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a hard had armors on it well yeah uh what else have we hit on this thing we've kind of danced around the cast a little bit uh definitely talked storytelling or lack thereof uh the catalyst guy who shoots the druggie uh um, we'd i've only previously seen him in sing street sing street yeah uh and it was really nice to see him like be able to act more than just the the loser druggy brother 
I love yeah. that the, the recommendations after watching this movie, because the, it's not very sophisticated on the Xbox, the recommendation was, oh, now that you've seen this, you should see Sing Street. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're very <laughs> much alive. One yeah. actor. Uh, and he could also play uh, Seth Rogen's younger brother at some yeah. point. Yeah. I yeah. Kind of a hipstery like. vibe to him, yeah. which yeah. is interesting. He is in uh, Detroit, which I really want to see. He is. Yep. Oh, that looks so good. Oh, and I've, I've been, every review I've read says you absolutely have to see it in a theater or there's no reason to see it. There's no point in seeing it. Oh, Because you need to see it in a way where you cannot turn it off or walk away. Oh, oh so it's uh, going to make me really uncomfortable the whole yeah. time. All right. But that is apparently very intrinsic. It's like, Damn you it, need Kathleen to see Bigelow it like and being able to capture yeah. emotions. Yeah, she's good at it. Uh, but that's Jack Rayner. Uh, Killian Murphy, I. I just like Killian Murphy. Like, yeah. He can yeah. really do anything. And it's like, oh, I'm I'll watch Sunshine. that. Sunshine. You don't like Sunshine? No, I love Sunshine. Okay, I love Sunshine. him in Sunshine. <sighs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's sad. my favorite Danny So Blow, many guys. people <laughs> hate Sunshine. Why? I don't, because everyone. I watch half that movie from behind a pillow. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people that disagree with us on Sunshine cite the ending. Oh. Eh, it was a little, I mean, it's a, it's a horror movie. It's a. For me, know, I, I, it turns that movie good instead of great. The ending yeah, turns it good instead of great, oh. but I still really like the movie. I just am like, oh, okay, whatever for this yeah. for the end. I'm still so on board. I love Sunshine. The whole movie, but anyhow, I yeah. love it. Um, just going through the cast now. We didn't. We talked about how we like Charlotte Copley. I, I love him in this movie, and that's like with Charlotte Copley, like or he, Copley, however you pronounce it. He's chewing so much of the scenery. That yeah, is so deli- like it's so delicious. I do just want to hear him talk all the time. Oh yeah, like. I want to hear him and Reese Darby have a conversation. Yes. <laughs> that would just. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that I, mean, would, I love how. I would watch like, you know, like the trip to Italy or like the trip, like those movies. I want to oh, watch yeah, that yeah. with Charlotte Copley and Reese Darby. Nice. <laughs> Let's make it. about a character though. I wanted to know more of his backstory. I like, does, is he actually rich? Because Army Hammer says to be like, this guy you're about to meet has a lawn bigger than your country or something like that. And he talks about how expensive his suit is and who he is, but he doesn't seem like a good arms dealer. No, he, he doesn't. Seems he seems bumbly. Army and Hammer's full of shit. And it, oh. it's so easy to tell. Like yeah. A, he's full of shit, but B, I mean, I'd imagine he has money, but he has no idea how to spend it. Yeah. Uh. So he might have that lawn, but he couldn't afford it. Because hmm. he, like, he's, a, he's an idiot, but he's also very smart. He sells them the wrong guns. Yeah. Like, he talks about that. He's like, oh, yeah, so now I can, I'll can i sell these guns to these idiots, and now I still have the M16s I can sell to somebody else, so I don't actually, I make double money. And like, well, what about all the ammo? He's like, well, I was only brought the ammo to sweeten the deal if they said no, so they didn't want it, so I'm not going to sell it to them. Like, get he's, the case! He's an idiot, You're a bird. Go get but the case. he's smart. I like his character. Like, there was enough levels and stuff to him where I was, I was invested. In what Like, I liked all of his decisions. They were stupid, yeah, but they yeah. were entertaining. And the amount of... Speaking of stupid, the amount of times people would just be like, no, I'm going to go for it. And would just stand up and walk into a hail of bullets. Like, that happened more than once. Yeah. And, and also, why, I mean, I guess, okay. I guess, I, uh, I, yeah, I'm trying to find logic in some of these decisions. Like, why were they continuing to. to shoot at each other? Like, the, the issue is between these two dudes. Why are you all shooting each other? Just let these two dudes shoot each other and then walk away. Walk it would be away. a smarter thing to do. But I don't yeah. know. Is that and it's, is that what she? Wait. So what was her end game, guys? Was she? She was hiring these snipers. We're supposed to take everybody out, and she's gonna walk out with both the money and the guns. Is yeah. that the point? Yeah, sure. I think yeah. so. As per any of those, there's the like the end goal for all the characters is to have all of it. Oh, you know what I would have liked to see then? I would like to see in her rant about how her plan got fucked up, and it was supposed to be easy, and these dumb fucks. That would have been cool. You got that rant a little bit from the black guy. Yeah, Munchie, you did get him. Munchie pissed. had his adrenaline death. Yeah. Just uh, like, that was so... It's so beautiful. Uh. 
<laughs> and there's just his stare at um, Killian Murphy's character as he's shooting at uh, Army Hammer when he just gives that death look to Killian Murphy. Oh. I was scared <laughs> because it was like that was that was cool. That was some really great acting there. And I, I was in Killian Murphy's place. I was like, oh yeah, no, no, my gun's gone. I'm just <laughs> keep doing your thing, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. I did like that scene. And it led into that one great line where he shoots an army hammer. Oh come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at what you guys did. Like, <laughs> you convinced me. I was also really tired. And I think you off just watched. I think you I watched it under the wrong mind. I did. Yeah, I, definitely I think. Did. I wish we had made you watch the trailer first. Yeah, I did. Because it's definitely. It definitely God tells you it. the tone of the film. <laughs> They yeah. got you prepared for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I literally, as soon as I saw all these people in the car and that there was one woman, uh, I was like, oh, it's a heist film then. These are bad people and they're going to do a heist or, or they're going to rob something or that's what I was expecting it to be. So so I thought the gun deal was like a prelude to their heist and was still like character development. Right. So when the shooting started and the music started, there was this swelling of music like this <laughs> shooting is a big deal. And I was yeah. like so confused by that. Because I was like, I don't care about this guy. Why am I caring that he got shot? And I didn't realize the music was swelling because that was the inciting incident to the rest of the movie. And so I was already like starting off in a place of confusion, which is, it says something about the important. Like, because I tried, we were talked. You talked about avoiding spoil, avoiding um, trailers. trailers. Yeah. And I think though sometimes maybe it's a good idea because that would have yeah. probably helped me a lot. It in really just there depends are some, on the trailer. Yeah, yeah it really depends on the trailer. Like uh, I didn't see, I never saw the trailer for Moonlight. Didn't need it. Yeah, the yeah. movie still played out fine. Yeah. This one, and I, I agree. Who makes the trailer? Like Disney trailers, always filled with spoilers. Mm. Oh, they yeah. just put the spoilers in there. Yeah, yeah. I Marvel trailer. Time. I didn't have time to watch shit. I was coming off yeah. of like work, 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 yeah. watch wings, still continue to work, which by the way, was really fun to try to send in reports while I was watching a silent film. <laughs> and then, and then I was also trying to like prep for today's job while I was watching this movie this morning. So I, yeah, I feel like maybe I was one, not a hundred percent paying attention, but also I didn't have time to watch any of the stuff. So and I, yeah. yeah, I think for a case like this where the movie needs you to be in a specific mindset, a specific kind of like, Oh, I get it. Yeah, Like yeah. it, almost needs to kind of tip its hand a little bit. And I feel like... Mm. It's, it's an easy movie not to like if you're not in on the joke, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of humor that I like that's very kind of, you could say, trollish in nature, but it's just mainly kind of in a nihilistic slant. Like, yeah. it's all meaningless, let me just fuck with you. And I don't and know... And there's kind of a headspace you have to be in to be yeah. fucked with and be like along for the joke. And I don't know if there's anything that the beginning of the movie could have done to... Because I have to go watch it again in, in, in a different mindset and think, because I was wondering it's, if, like, it's if all those the parts beginning kind of the movie of could have done more to like hint at what was the, like at the tone that I was supposed to be... But even what you were saying know. about how the, the soundtrack swelled... And all that, just like that was spelling because it's like it knew this this was a, a dumb scene. Yeah. It didn't matter, but like it's like we're gonna give this the full orchestral treatment yeah. or whatever. And I was confused by that instead yeah. of because I didn't really I didn't realize that this movie was about the shootout. <laughs> I thought that shooting was just like, Oh shit, that guy shot that other dude. This is gonna piss those dudes off and then they're gonna that's gonna mess up their heist plan. You know, I didn't I did not know that was the movie. Yeah. I know I was so I was really confused. I mean, I figured it out. Yeah, obviously. Once the yeah. shooting got hot and heavy, like right after that, I was like, oh, that's what this movie is. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I was, you know, in it. But. I also wonder how this affected uh, the Irish uh, resistance or whatever it was. They were fighting for the north or the south. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I do remember we need to talk about quotes, 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 quotes. <laughs> Before we ramble out of time. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I mentioned it the first time I mentioned this movie, if you wanted to dial all the way back to then. Um, but I'll bring it up again because it still made me laugh on this watch. So it's the first time Army Hammer gets shot 
uh, and Frank, who hates Army Hammer instantly, uh, he's the older guy who's like Killing Murphy's like partner, hates him, and he gets shot, and Army Hammer goes ah, and Frank goes ah, bet you thought you're too pretty to get shot, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I I think it was Army Hammer who said it. I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly who said it, but at one point somebody just goes, "I forgot what side I'm on," and that was how I felt during this whole movie. So, okay, I was like, "Why? What? How do you know who you're shooting? I don't understand." Yeah, I like that. The Man. fact they don't know what side they're on, especially like Army Hammer and like Brie Larson, they kind of seem like they'd be on both sides. But. Yeah, I was like, "Why don't you just stop shooting each other?" I don't. don't know. I need a rumor. I need a reason better than because then the movie would be over. I think it's because they're idiots. Oh, all right. Well, it's ego and they're stupid. Okay. I d- didn't prepare this time, so I'll just go with the other Way Army Hammer joke uh, where he yells, it's beard oil. <laughs> <laughs> we already mentioned it, but it's a great moment. And it's a good moment. And Army Hammer has an amazing beard in this movie. He, he does. does. Uh, it's good. a really well-crafted face claw. Last but not least. Uh, so the very kind of beginning of the movie where they're trying to get through the traffic. Uh, Steve-O is the junkie's name. It's like The driver is like, move your fat ass. And he's all like, shut the fuck up, Bernie. My fucking head's about to explode here. And at first, when I was going through, I was like, wait a minute. He just said the ending. He just said his fate. Oh. And I found that to be really funny. Oh. Like, the movie is so in tune with its fuckery Lucky that, you. like, it's like, his head does explode. It does. I thought you were going to go with the, uh, the, do you have any, uh, Head pills, because he's talking about like Advil. Aspirin he's like, no, I got smacked though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I I did like that. Talk about a sledgehammer to crack a nut, and then he does the <laughs> smack. <laughs> there's, there's so many of them, but I thought that was a, a nice touch that the movie, uh, the movie is so well aware of what it's doing, and I kind of yeah. like, I kind of like being trolled a little bit in that kind of good face sort of way. Totally. Uh, review system. I'm gonna. Again, I, I like casting a very wide net. Uh, I will say no Mad Max Fury Road for this one because it would work. Um, <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> movies where people get shot. Oh, jeez. Nice wide net. It's almost easier to come up with one when you make it tighter. I know, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got to think of something. I'm just laughing at the phrasing of make it tighter. <laughs> make it tighter. Make it tighter, man. Vaginas. <laughs> is that a movie? I don't know, but I know that's why you're giggling. It is why I'm giggling. Teehee twice. Teehee, teehee. I got to come up with something here. Well, I'm just going to go with the obvious one and say Reservoir Dogs. Okay. okay. Uh, I will go... This movie does what this other movie, what Free Fire... It tried to do what Free Fire did, not as well, but I think it still had an admirable try. Shoot him up. I love shoot him up. Um, I love when he kills a dude with a fucking carrot. That's, that's awesome. my favorite yeah, thing in the world. Awesome. It's so stupid. Shoot him up is just it is a Looney Tunes movie, almost, in, almost directly so. He so, eats carrots. He listens to kill the rabbit. Like it's a very if, much a Looney Tunes. If, movie. if, if I was watched, supposed to be Looney Tunes, huh? I thought they were supposed to be yeah. referencing Looney. Tunes. If, if I watched this in conjunction with Shoot Him Up, I would definitely have had my brain in the right place. Yeah. So I think like they're. Shoot 'em Up, I think, is a very fun movie, but I, it doesn't. I haven't rewatched it many times. I'll rewatch this one more. So it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit more fine tuned idea. Mm. Shoot 'em Up. Shoot 'em Up right. is clearly absurd. Oh so like it's yeah. It's obvious. There's no room for ambiguity about the absurdity. Yeah, no. This this scene where he is like banging that chick and like shooting people at the same time. Come on, it's yeah. like it's yeah. the. Oh, I love that so much. So I'm gonna go with the exact opposite of this movie. 
but also did not make nearly as much money as it deserved because I loved it and it was great. Dread. I love Dread. Oh, okay, love Dread. Dread, a movie about shooting guns in a very serious setting. That movie is dark, yep. gritty, and serious, and technically in one location. It's just one building, even though they go to a lot of different rooms. Uh, but yeah, tonally and everything, the exact opposite of this film, but very underappreciated and together might actually be kind of fun to watch dread and then watch this and then you'll have just a range of emotions <laughs> all right uh, for me i'm going to pick the other movie from this director kill list and i mentioned it in okay. the podcast and the reason for it is because this movie actually pretends like it has like it leads you along with character arcs and backstory it's kind of more like it builds you up with all this good backstory like the stuff you wanted out of this movie and then just says fuck it all and fuck you if you wanted this and just kind of does a little bit a little bit more aggressive while still being a really intense and funny, darkly funny film. It's got the old guy who is the Killian Murphy's partner in it. He's one of the hitmen in that movie. So he kind of, he's in it. It's really funny. It's, it's in a very similar style where if you're on board with kind of that back and forth of being trolled a little bit with the movie, that'll, it'll be right up your alley. I should see it. I, I, I really liked it, it, but I liked it because I was very surprised by it. In in a way that like I was really expecting this to do what it set out and it was so it kind of I learned what Ben Wheatley was about in these two movies mm. and I'm on board for it. So cool. well, I've learned today that I should probably watch this movie when I can pay some attention to it and come in with the right attitude. Yeah. There is a lot of dialogue that you miss in the background yeah. when someone gets shot and you're focusing on their long dialogue, but then other people are yelling things at him while they're talking. So re- it is a rewatchable mm. film. I think it's time to wrap things up because I am dripping. Oh, yeah. I'm not dripping, but it is getting a little 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 humid in here. My armpits are a swamp. Thanks for sharing. I needed everyone. you're so sexy. Needed everyone to know. At least I went with armpits. I could have made that grosser. Oh, Uh, and now you did. One of my coworkers recently uh, purchased a monkey butt. It's supposed to be some sort of powder that helps you deal with uh, the chafing from too much sweat at work. Yeah, I'm never going to buy that product, partially because it's called Monkey Butt. And they they, they make product for uh, underboob sweat, too. Ooh, okay. Is it called Monkey Boobs? I don't monkey remember. Boobs. I'd buy that. Monkey <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, so next week, I fucked up the schedule, so we will be off. I will try to... Should we just air another rerun? That's what I'm going to try to do. Since we are so close to episode 200, I'm thinking about repackaging 100 and re-releasing that one. Uh, but that'll all just depend on if I have time to do that or not, which I may not. Um, otherwise, we'll be a week off, and then we come back with Kong Skull Island. Ooh, Brie Larson Ooh. back to, to back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch it again. I saw it twice in theaters. Uh, trying to think after that is our 200th. Yeah, it's that, that, that. It's coming up real quick. Yeah. Our 200th, I will not say what it is yet, but I'm excited for it. Mm. Cool. Uh, it should go. It'll be a heated one. I'll say that much. It'll it'll be a it'll be a fight to the finish because that's a good place to end. Um, but it's not going to end. The podcast keeps going. Don't, well, yeah. don't misunderstand us the, there. <laughs> the episode will end at the end, though. Yes. <laughs> what is <laughs> the end? Uh, so find us athpod.com. Email us athpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter ath underscore podcast. Everywhere else is ath podcast. Uh, anything else we need to plug? We didn't plug anything last time because the ending was too adorable to speak over. Uh...
That's a big no. Thank you for everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.